In this week's parasha, we find that when Moshe Rabbeinu admonishes Klal Yisrael, he uses exceptionally strong words of rebuke. He says, If a choyrev exaftem es Hashem, in choyrev he angered Hashem, and he was incensed. Then he says, Mamrem yisem im Hashem, you have been rebelling against Hashem, and on and on. Extremely strong expressions of Musr. It is hard for us to understand. Why would Moshe deliver his message in such harsh tones, which is in stark contrast to the opening Pasuk and Sefer Devarim? There, the Torah tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu gave Klai Yisrael Musa B'derech Remes. He said, V'dizahav, merely referencing the eagle in the most subtle way. And Rashi explains that Moshe was teaching us the ideal way on how to deliver Musa. So why is he being so explicit in his rebuke here in Parshas Ekev? The Nitziv explains, In Parshas Devarim, Moshe is teaching us a vital lesson how to deliver words of rebuke properly. You do it with tact and sensitivity, so it will resonate with the people. However, here in Parshas Ekev, Moshe is teaching us a totally different lesson, something that gives us tremendous chizik. When Moshe said, and all the other words of rebuke, Says the Nitziv, he wanted us to remember that even though Kal Yisrael angered Hashem, we didn't become distant from Him. We didn't become alienated from Him. And we are still able to reconnect to Hashem. Despite the fact that we anger Hashem, He will never forsake us. He still desires us over any other nation. Hashem will never abandon us. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu was conveying to Kal Yisrael. This is not admonishment but rather encouragement. What an uplifting message. And when we do fall, we can rise even higher than before. Rev Tzadik writes, Shloime HaMelech says in Mishle, Ki Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vakam. Seven times the righteous man falls and gets up. He says, specifically through the act of falling, that is the reason that the Tzadik rises to an even higher level than ever before. Yiridashu Tzorich Aliyah. Through descent, one can reach an even higher ascent. The Irida, our setbacks and the hardships are oftentimes the impetus for even greater growth and elevation. About a year ago, Apple, the maker of iPhones and iPads, achieved something so stunning, a feat never accomplished before in the world of commerce. It became the first company to be valued at $2.5 trillion. That is trillion with a T. What's even more remarkable is that it was just August of 2018 that Apple crossed over $1 trillion in market cap, an unheard of number at the time. And in less than three years, it more than doubled that incredible number. Trillion is a number so large that we can hardly begin to grasp its magnitude. It's one followed by 12 zeros. To get a true feeling of how much money $1 trillion is, you might want to know that there's just over $1 trillion currently in circulation in the entire United States. And Apple is worth more than two times that amount. However, it wasn't always smooth sailing for Apple. In 1997, Apple stood on the brink of bankruptcy and was just a short step away from going broke. Apple's founder Steve Jobs later revealed that the company was about 90 days away from total insolvency. In 2005, the late Steve Jobs was invited to deliver the commencement address to the graduates of Stanford University, a speech considered to be one of the most powerful and inspiring speeches ever given. He gave them a simple message. 
which had one underlying theme. We accrue blessings from our struggles with adversity. Jobs told the students how he and his friends started Apple in his parents' garage when he was just 20 years old. And in just 10 years, Apple grew from the two founders into a $2 billion company with over 4,000 employees. However, just after he turned 30, Jobs was fired from the company that he himself started. The board of directors sided against him and he had to endure public shaming as well as, it would seem, the end of his career. He said, I didn't see it then, but in retrospect, it turned out that getting fired from Apple was the best thing that could have ever happened to me. The stress and pressure of being successful was replaced by the equanimity of being a beginner again. It freed me once again to enter one of my most creative periods of my life. Then he said something incredible. For the past 33 years, every morning I looked in the mirror and asked myself, if today was the last day of my life, would I want to do what I'm about to do today? And whenever the answer was no, I knew I needed to change something. And as we know, Steve Jobs returned to Apple years later and turned it into the giant it became. He understood setbacks were merely stepping stones to greatness. Downfalls are not permanent. Failures are trials meant to make us stronger. The success of Apple is a story of life after failure, of optimism over despondency. We sometimes can only see the sorrows, the pain, the suffering and the humiliation. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. But we have to believe that there's a plan and sometimes the only way to be zoichet to that Yeshua is only through traversing a bumpy road. We say by davening, Bitchu b'Hashem ad-de'ad. Chassidish Rebbe said, Ad-de'ad, biz de biz, biz de kreitsh medaf men We ask Hashem to give us the strength and the resolve to persevere until the Yeshua. But we can't lose hope that one day the Yeshua will arrive. David Melech said, Thank you, Hashem, for all the pain. I realize it's the suffering that I endured that ultimately led me to the Yeshua. In a very real sense, this is a tremendous inspiration to all of us as we struggle with seemingly insurmountable difficulties, overwhelming hardship and adversity as we navigate the vicissitudes of life. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.